I would say this guy, he, he can banter with the best of them. He's almost like a banter legend. Maybe a banter boss. Banter boss. Maybe a banter specialist. I would say he fits in these categories. Well-spoken dude. He's from Salt Lake City. Rips on a snowboard and also, a motorbike. Also rips on the <laughs> motorbike, as Buds refers to it. He's accomplished so much on his snowboard. But uh, most importantly, it's just funny listening to him tell those crazy stories about Russia and all that. Yeah, man. He's a he's a character. Everywhere he goes, I think good stuff happens. Straight up. Uh, a true inspiration, Stevie Bell, The Bomb Hole, Episode 9. You are listening to The Bomb Hole. It's going to be very hot. It's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. Okay, okay. Another week, another bomb hole. How we doing, Stony Buds? How are you feeling over there today? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Pretty good. I'll tell you what, I'm excited about who we got in the hot seat today. I know. I haven't seen him in a minute. Stoked to hang with this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Mr. Stevie Bell, how we doing, Stevie? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me, boys. It feels good to be around the homies. You know, yeah, it's been dude. a little while. It's like been I've been on an long. island by myself. He's been in just hiding out in Sandy. <laughs> Sandy Island. You're you, you, Utah, Utah local originally, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born and raised Sandy? West Jordan. West Jordan, okay. West Jordan, Murray. But. Okay, okay. Well, let's just jump right into it. How, how the hell did you get up? Uh, where, when did you start getting in, into snowboarding, and how did you get up to the hill and all that stuff? What got you into it? What mountain do? Oh yeah, um, man, that's a it's a long story, but basically I skated. You know, I think a lot of snowboarders come from skateboarding first. Obviously, we get their influence, our style. A lot of times, come from skating. Sometimes not, but um, skated and <laughs> living in Utah, just like living in in Massachusetts. You know, you can only skate so many times a year, and then winter comes. So I had a ton of friends that were um, snowboarding, but I was like, man, eh, that's for the birds. I'm not doing that shit. I'm, that's nah, man. I'm not trying to go up there. No black people went up there at that, you know, come on, you know, like, not, you know, black people skated, but it's like, you, we don't go to the hill. Um, we don't swim, like, that's just something we just don't, you know, but anyways, I, I was like, finally, I'm like, oh, okay, like, my boy TJ and, and um, Taylor were like, dude, let's go, I promise you, you'll love it, he loves skating. I'm like, all right, dude, went up there, I didn't like that shit at all, <laughs> I didn't, the first three times I went snowboarding, it took me to the top of the hill, I think the first time was at Solitude. Second two times we're at Brighton. They dropped me off the top of the hill, and I'm just looking down this. You know, like when you don't understand like yeah. vertical feet, you're looking down. You're like, I'm a, I'm gonna die today for sure. Like they didn't take you in any like warm up slopes. No, they just took not you at straight all. to the top. Let's go. Like <laughs> right up the top of Crest or something like that, a Great Western. I'm like, oh my god, dude, I'm dying. So I slid down and made my way down, and so I'd get like maybe one or two runs in total that whole day. Ass is soft and icy and just hurt, bruised, and I'm just like, I'm not down. And then. A couple years later, they were like, hey, let's let's go again. And finally, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go, whatever, you know. And then I kind of picked it up. And then after that, it like I feel like after the first three times I always explain to people, it's, it, for some reason, it just clicks in your mind. And you're like, oh, I got it. You start connecting turns, Linking at turns. least holding an edge. And then you're like, oh, okay. And I was like, ooh, it's on. Yeah. How old were you at this point, the second try? Uh, I would say it's around like, oh, I'd say 15. Nice. 15, 14, 15, yeah, 15 probably. I think crazy. That's so sick. And then before that, you were super into skateboarding and moto, right? Oh yeah, S- skating and moto were my my thing. Uh, I raced motocross a lot when I was younger, and then I broke my femur at a race right before Ooh. Thanksgiving. And my parents were like, "Sorry, but we're not going to support this." And like we were talking about earlier, it's not if, it's just when on a dirt bike you're going to get hurt because 
That shit hurts. And, you know, <laughs> and, Steamer, dude. and, and for, for the listeners, just uh, years later, I went to the track with Stevie and he was just like, wow, like <laughs> mopping fools up on a 250. And they were all on 450s. And just like, I was like, holy shit, this dude is fast as fuck. And uh, yeah, so did you ever think for a minute where you, you're like, I'm going to be a pro motocrosser? Or? I want to be pro motocross like. Oh my god! I just it was in my soul, man. Yeah. I wanted to so bad. Watching James Stewart, and yeah, like, you know some of those. That was guys the were, era. That was the Bubba Stewart yeah. era. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. for sure. For, right in the right in the thick of that thing, dude. And I was just like, I would love to be that guy. He's still to today my favorite athlete, you yeah, know. And like, straight up. I was just like, I can be that. I can do that. And then after getting hurt, it's like motocross is a different like. It's just kind of a different animal. Like snowboarding is another animal too. Skateboarding is, but motocross you got to really have. A family that's gonna back you because it's expensive. You're always on the road. You gotta fix bikes. You know, that's just it's just crazy, and it takes a huge commitment to you know what ten percent chance of actually even making it. Yeah. So, and, and to that degree, you don't even have a life. Your life <laughs> is gym, track, gym, yeah. track, gym, yeah. track, and you're so focused that you, like snowboarding, you can still skate. You can still have an, a life outside of it. Whereas yeah. moto, you can't. But and then you were ripping skater Sandy Park Loke, or what was your shit growing up? There's a six skate park called um, Premier that was down on Redwood Road that I we used to that. just like yeah, um, man, like it was like indoor? a babysitter. Yeah, indoor, yeah. sick indoor and outdoor. Mm-hmm. And my parents used to just drop me was off your there. Babysitter? <laughs> yeah, babysitter. Like seriously, she, my mom would drop me off at seven thirty in the morning, and come get me yeah. at like ten o'clock at night. That's sick. And I'd still be just wanting to skate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I was the same growing up, same exact deal. It's And you always find that the I feel like the best kids are, are like the mountain was their babysitter or the skate park was mm-hmm. their babysitter or whatever. They're just like, I want to stay here all day. And yeah. Yeah, totally. Just sweating it out all day. Just nasty, gr- you know, grimy kids just skating. That was, that was the life, man. What Shit made you kind of push into becoming a pro snowboarder? Um, When I knew I wasn't going to, you know, be able to – pursue motocross yeah that was just out of the question you know i mean there's no point um skateboarding i just knew i would never make it in, sn- in skateboarding here in, yeah, in utah Salt Lake's tough. <clears throat> it's just oh man yeah it's you have to be down in california man and even being down in california like you think you're good here until you get down there which is that's why i respect lizard king and like diet and some of those other guys who actually made it because like you know I, I grew up here and i lived in california for a while there but dude you go down there and it's like it's it's a it's a free premiere. It's like a free show every time you go to a skate park. Yeah. They're so good. But anyways, um, I started pursuing snowboarding after I decided, like, I started getting good at a rapid pace, which I wasn't expecting. And I wasn't trying to get good, but just, you know, when you ride with your homies, like, you know, you just, you're kind of competitive. You see them doing shit and you're like, I'm going to try that. And then I sign up just like, like, okay, I learned a frontside three. And then like literally a week later, I would be able to do a frontside nine. And I'm like, wait, Sick. hold on. Like, hey, wait a second. Maybe, maybe I should do this. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's a fast growth curve. That is a fast front growth Front three curve. to front nine. Dude, it was you crazy. You got these mountains here, though, man, that'll kind of fast track you. Yeah, and especially, I, oh, you circling back to what you said her, earlier, you know, how did you get to the mountain and all that? You know, Like, dude, we lived, it was perfect. My high school was right there, and it was on the end of 7800 South, which 7800 South is if it comes out of Big Mount, uh, Conway Canyon and goes all the way down, that's 7800 South, basically yeah. after Fort Union. So my high school was right there, and my house was right there as well. So after school, I'd get off, boom, I'd run over there to my house, get my shit, and then I'd just go sit at the bus stop yeah, and meet, bus meet some right homies. Up. And it was only like 45, 50 minutes, you know what I mean? And, you know, the mountain doesn't close till 10, so we'd get up there about 4.30 and be able to shred a good five, yeah, six hours. Yeah, night riding yeah. advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, night night riding has a soft special place in my heart too because it's, that's how I grew up riding after school night yeah, riding. Same here. It's, it's like the lights, it's you know you're 
You're eating the shitty lodge food and just a couple of noodles were barely affordable. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> you didn't come from means then, I take it. I mean, I definitely am not going to say that my family was broke, but I mean, yeah. we like, you know, my parents split when I was younger, like mm. about 13. So it was like, like they always made things happen. Always had a great fa- uh, um, household, but I mean, it's not like. Did they help you get snowboard equipment or did yeah. you have to? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom would always buy us something. Like, we'd always get a new setup every year. Um, and then, like, my, my, or my, some of our best friends, like uh, TJ and Taylor Bottom. TJ's the older brother. Taylor's a young one. Like, he's my age, my brother's age, because my brother used to shred with me all the time. But those guys would help us out, too, because TJ worked for shops and worked for, like, oh, uh, Nate Cohen back in the day oh, with dope. all that. So, like, they would kind of help us out with gear and give us a discount. So we made things happen. And your mom was stoked you just weren't motorbiking, so she was like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Mo- did you just call it motorbiking? <laughs> Is it, what, what? You weren't motorbiking. <laughs> Hey, what am I supposed to call it, dog? That's his last straw on that shit. You will not do that again. And I, it went by me too. It slipped by me because I wasn't paying attention. Thank you. Did you just call it motorbiking? What, what am I supposed to call it, dude? Sound like my grandpa. Like, oh, you guys out? You guys out on the, the dude, motorbikes, I, aren't you? I gotta be honest, dude. I wasn't allowed to ride motorcycles or watch the Dukes of Hazard when I was young. My mom just wasn't having it. She was scared I was gonna get on a motorcycle and die. Oh, man. So I was like basically scared off of any type of motorbike. Well, I've seen you on the snowmobile before, <laughs> and it definitely has not. You know what? It, uh, it shows. It shows. I make it anywhere I need to make it on a sled. I get there, dog. You, you know what my favorite thing is, Buds, is when you used to be in head-to-toe Tech 9 gear, It the shit was so baggy, <laughs> and you were on the snowmobile, and the jacket was so long and it almost looked like you were sitting down on the snowmobile <laughs> when you were was, standing dude. up, but you were standing because the jacket's so big. <laughs> and it would look like you were sitting up some big-ass hill climb sitting down. I actually think I remember you saying that to me. Like, why you, why you sit out? Why do you sit down on the ups, oh, on, the, on the climbs? And I was like, dude, I'm standing. Stone, I've definitely seen you snowmobile before. Yeah, and you're not a bad snowmobiler because I've seen bad snowmobilers. But you're not a great snowmobile either, you know? Hey, dude, but I you always, do get there. You do get there. I always had the oldest sled because <laughs> yeah. I never had the money for this dope shit that he's got around over there. They, all his sleds have the trailing arm still from the front ski to the frame. <laughs> I always had that old sled, but I always get where I need to go, That's man. true. That's he true. does. That's true. He might not help build the jump. He's always uh, shit, looking dude. for his angle, <laughs> quote unquote. That's but, every that's every fil- uh, filmer more, too, though, man, a photographer. jumps over the years. I've been building jumps since you were since 1903, in actually. School, dude. Since snow started hitting the earth. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was actually, I think it was BC was the time. It was before yeah, Chris. Before Chris was building jumps. <laughs> Straight up. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, so, just really quick, I, just on that topic, though, I just, the best person to ever go snowmobiling with, filmer wise, is Kurt Heine. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Oh, Have you been? Yeah. yeah oh, my neck. God, dude. He's such a fucking sled neck. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. He's actually solid on a sled, too. Yeah. But he'll find every opportunity outside of filming to get on that sled, like, literally between shots. Yeah. Somebody lands. Ying, 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 ying. And I'm back, and we're just waiting for him. Like, fuck, Kurt, what are you doing? Dude, I always hate when you got to sit and wait because someone has to go root or something. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot my of, boy, I've Kurt. I've seen Cole Taylor do that before as oh, well. Yeah. You're just like, damn, dude. <laughs> you <laughs> Had can't, to go roop. Can't blame him for wanting to yeah. get a little throttle therapy in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, he's uh, probably good, too, c- though. Huh? Circling, oh, he's solid. He's, he rips. He Cir- rips. Circling back around, and then at what point, who who sent you your first boards, or who was your first? Yeah, how'd you, how'd get, you get sponsored? sponsored? That's a- <clears throat> good question. Um, 
Actually, it was uh, a skate shop called Technique owned by my boy Kenny yep. mm. down in uh, West that, Jordan. West Jordan. Yeah, West Jordan, right off Redwood Road. And then they had one at Draper. Um, but my boy John McFarland, who was a pro shred as well, helped me get on that team when I was young. And then um, I was still night riding like type style, you know. And then, um, man, God, it's been so long. Sometimes it's hard to recall. Who you sent know? you your first board? <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was getting to. So I got my first board from Technique. And then after that, actually the first – Snowboard that was sent to me was a Tech Nine board. Oh no! And that was a couple Shouts years after bugs. I got. It. Let's go! Let's do this! Yeah, and then I got. Um, I I remember this one too, and I still and I think you'll remember this as well. But um, after I rode for Technique for a couple of years, these guys hooked me up with some gear, and I remember. Um, <laughs> I remember getting out of high school, and this is when I was younger, so you know, keep in mind. I just remember getting so stoned at my boy's house on the way home. I mean, so high. <laughs> And I'm just like, ah, right, cool, whatever. You know, I'm going home, and then I get a, a phone call from a random ass number. I'm like, damn, who is this? It's Cole Taylor. He's like, hey man, this CB or Stevie. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's him. He's like, blah blah blah. We're chopped it up, small talk. He's like, hey, me and Stone are gonna be at this row with uh, Derek Dennison's coming yeah. out. Do you want to come shoot? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so fucking high. Yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> you know that session. Mean? Yeah, but then that ended up being my first. Um, Spot check or what was that on deck or something? On deck, yeah. Yeah, that photo. Which one is the one that goes into the fence? Yeah, that yeah. one. The one that you see from the highway. No way. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. But I just I remember that like it was like so, yesterday because that was the first experience of like getting an opportunity and taking advantage of it. Man, that's so sick that that you're just driving and that was your your opportunity. You're yeah. just baked as hell and they're like, <laughs> hey, this is your shot and you're like, yeah. oh, fuck, let's. And would you nose press that thing? Nose press, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a yeah. sick clip. Him and Dennis and I remember <clears throat> that session like it was yesterday too. That was dope. That was fun, man. And I was like, was that kind of springtime as well? Like, yeah, when we so. feeling, it was like, a little bit warmer. Yeah. That was fun aside from the fact that that rail immediately runs into a fence. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> it was just fun <laughs> until you land and ride into the fence. <laughs> yeah, so I think my first, my first board was, um, um, oh shit, you know what? Let me the first board was a Peter line that was given to me, and then the second board was a, a Tech Nine. Uh, what, was the, what was the board back then that that we were running? That, those were was so it the Bozong? The Bozong? No, it was before the Bozong, okay. but it was that same shape. Yeah, but it was dude. It was it was a dope ass board, man. Um, I'd have to look that up. But if we went to the Love uh, One Love one video love. part, they, it would it's in there yeah. um, a lot. So that was your that was how you got on. Like your first video part was One Love. Yeah, first video part was One Love, and actually, I think in One Love, I actually was. Already riding a forum board halfway through it, partway through, huh? partway through yeah. it, I think something like sure. that. Yeah, but Dude. um, that wasn't when I was on forum. I just was getting because uh, TJ was working with Cohen Enterprises and they ha- they carried a lot of forum stuff. So I was kind of going back was, and forth between just Cohen was the rep. Yeah, right? Cohen was the rep, and I was getting boards from those guys. And and um, and I, I think that's you know, like I said, it's hard to recall, but going back and forth. Between. Dude, it, it's a pretty common thing. Eastone and Tech Nine, like, you, it, a it's lot like of people got their start. Everybody. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell it was yeah. like the privateer that you get <clears throat> first, you know, give somebody their first shot. And it was yeah. pretty cool. Like, it's like almost like half the people that sit in that seat have, it's have true, huh? ridden for Tech Nine to one degree or another or film for finger on the trigger. Pretty cool. That They gave us a, that was a phenomenal platform. Yeah. yeah. That was like a, I mean, I don't think there was a better way to start. Like, yeah, I Cole think. Cole was the, all about finding the new, yeah. recruits and yeah and then stone if you got a photo with him you knew it was going to get published at some yeah. point you yeah know? so it was it worked out on both video and, and photography and back then there were so many magazines and so yeah we'd get a lot of photos published so so you film your first part tech nine and it's like pretty good blend of street backcountry awesome part one of my favorite parts in the movie and did you shit start happening right when that came out was that like a turning point for you or it was it, it's kind of i mean um because, you know, it's like, obviously, you film that winter, and then you don't see shit till September. 
Yeah. So it was kind of a dead zone. I didn't I didn't really know what was going on, and I was in college at this time, you know. So I was like going to school, and then um, did you graduate college? Absolutely not. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I was like, you know, so I was like, you oh my. You got the opportunity, so you just Oh, took God, it. dude. This yeah. is another memory I have, too. Like, it was, um, like you're saying, like, you know, did it start taking off? Well, what happened was that summer, I didn't know. So I was like, cool, I'm just going to plan on going back to school. Because my parents were like, dude, you know, just be smart, you know? Yeah. So I was in school, and, and um, I think I was about ready to take a midterm. And this was almost like December, almost, or one of the, one of the midterms is, like, November going into whatever for that fall semester. And I was like studying. It was a communications class. And I'm living at my dad's house in the basement. And I'm fucking like, I hate this test, dude. And I get a call from, um, I think it was current or currents, Sean currents. Yeah. Sean currents or, or Roberta Walker. It was one of those guys called me like, Hey, you know, we can get you on the forum. No, you want to take this opportunity. Pfft, I tore my midterm up so fucking fast, dude, that, that trash. It was almost on fire going from the table to the, you know, it's like, fuck this. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's and then, do this. yeah. And then I like literally like, it was so fast. Like four days later, there's a box of like forum gear with like the green jerseys you see in that, like that shit showed up to my house. And I was like, yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong. Let's go. You know? Then it started to take off. And then I was like, fuck, this is crazy. Man, I, I was super good friends with Pat at the time. Those forum boxes were fat. Bat, bro. Dude, they were insane. <laughs> they, so were they, they got you right on there, like yeah. pretty he- heavily connected, like straight to the pro team? Or Yeah, and that was the thing. Was like, like, there was not really talked about like where I'd be fought, like, riding. They were just crew, like, we're yeah, making a movie. Yeah, and then they flew in because we had a whole big team meeting up at Park City that year. And it was like, it was so intimidating, dude. It's like JP, it's Devin, it's Yanni, Damn. it's Laurie, it's Ika. This is like when, you know, I was like, holy shit. Like, it's Pat. The and boys. Like Travis, and I'm just like, Jake Blava. I'm like, damn, Jake Welch. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is this is some heavy shit. And I like the whole thing, like, in my head, I'm like, dude, I've only been snowboarding for about, like, I think I started when I was 16, and I went pro about 20 or something like that. And I was like, damn. I haven't been snowboarding very long. These guys are, like, these Half these guys are already established, yeah. you know, and then the other ones are prodigies. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, I, ho- I have to be able to keep up. Like, They just you threw have, you into the Shark Tank, dude, basically. The next day we're in Idaho filming with me, JP, and um, I, uh, I want to say it was um, Laurie was there. I can't remember who else, if I forgot. I think Welsh might have been there, too. But it was this big-ass, big ledge that I think Benny had some photos on. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know which one? It's in um, Pocatello. Pocatello. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So. One. And I five owed that one, and I was yep. just like, okay, okay, you know, like this, this is heavy, like this is this is what you wanted, but this is real fucking heavy. Yeah. So, and then we started taking filming that, and then it was just like from that day, it was just like it was so on that it was just like a blur. Did you, you have know? like unlimited budget to do um, what you needed? Like, did you have to worry about that shit? It's or? a pretty. It was two thousand what five two thousand six. So budgets were pretty good that year. That's when snowboarding was like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? It's like like good old days. Cruise, cruise <laughs> with that crew wherever you needed to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was no problem. Like, we were going anywhere. Like, you know, we were going to Washington, blah, blah, blah. And then I remember I was um, I was somewhere, and I just bought a new sled. Actually, bought it from Kurt Heine up in, in Whistler. Or, I mean, up in, in uh, Washington or wherever the fuck he lives, or Portland. And uh, I'm like, yeah, here, you know, get my sled for me. Of course, I let him take it out. Then he fucking brings me a sled with a broken ski. Yeah, <laughs> you know he went rode that shit. Straight it's up. all good, Kurt. It's my guy. So I oh, a trip. it was a new sled, brand new sled. Dude, <laughs> it. Dude, all the forum bros at this time, it was like boom, new sled, yeah. new sled, new yeah. sled. Like we'd be out there on our like O2 fucking boats. I actually remember seeing you, when you guys in Cook City one year. I'm still yep. on and I was, I was there with the four, or you guys were the forum. I was with Videograss, and I remember it got like socked in really bad. And there was one point. 
where uh, I think Jake Welch's shoulder came out and he had to go drive way down into town. Um, he dislocated his shoulder. But I remember it was so foggy that there was one point where um, Eddie Wall was like going up a hill climb and he thought he was climbing, but he was just not moving. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was pinned and it was cloudy and he was just... <laughs> And he just like, could, but he, he was like inversion to where he couldn't even realize, but he was like pinning it just stuck. It gets oh, nasty out there sometimes, dude. Yeah, yeah. It gets nasty out there. Yeah, insane. But I wanted to circle back around real quick because that's a fucking trip. If you think you're like basically a dude essentially with no sponsors. Yeah. And then in a year and a half later, you're riding with Jeremy or JP Walker. You're arguably the biggest crew, the, the best crew larger, in snowboarding. Larger than life crew. It was Fucking heavy. Yeah, I, I would be lying if I said it wasn't. But yeah. it's like Are you shitting your pants. <clears throat> I wasn't shitting my pants. I was just more like, man, you got to put your big boy pants you on. Show you got, you got to go get it, man. And I was just like, it doesn't matter what it takes. And I think that it kind of shows in the first, the earlier years of my video parts because I think I would override my ability to, to a certain extent. You know, I'd always just try to do heavier things than I. I have ever even tried to do a lot yeah. of things that I did do in the video parts but shit I've never even tried before I just would do it you know so um but it was heavy man and like I you know it was fun though because there's a lot of good support there we had a, it was sick crew but then we get thrown over to this trip in Sweden for god I think we we're there for two months dude and talking about going back to budget uh let's just put it this way when we got out of that trip our fucking hotel bill was over fifty grand. What? That, that's the cheddar bisque we're talking about. Fifty thousand dollar hotel bill. Well, here's the problem, like, dude, we were staying at this place called the Lidmar Hotel, which is not there anymore, but it's downtown Stockholm. And I know you boys have been to Stockholm. Yeah. It was a sick ass hotel. We had no business being in that hotel for one. Like, <laughs> what are Travis we doing, Kennedy, dude? Oh, TK, oh, I forgot you. Travis Kennedy. Mix is a legend when it comes to spending money on somebody else's budget. <laughs> Sounds about right. Dude, that, that fucking guy is... I've got some stories from Travis Kennedy we can get into later that are just out of this fucking world, man. But that kid is like... That's a whole nother rabbit hole. But anyways, like, we were just like... we, Who me and Travis, the bill? Well, basically what it was is the credit card was down. Like, the company credit card Form was down card. on the hotel, so... Dude, like, I remember, like, there was a certain point where we had a prince staying above us. Like, we had, like, a, almost a whole floor. There's a shitload of us. There's a prince staying above us. But when they moved out or when he left, they put us up there. We, they would literally got to the point where they're so long. Like, every time we'd come home, I'd just hit the button. Like, hey, you know, they'd put, like, a whole tray of, of Heineken's in the elevator. Um, what are they? They were lobster, lobster tails, lobster, um, lobster rolls on the tray. Just all this expensive ass fucking food, and just hit the button and send it up to our rooms. Really? Up the elevator, we just wait for it. You know what I mean? It just got to the point where they just they knew what we want. Two and a half yeah, months. Yeah, and it just got. I mean, <laughs> Heineken's on deck, dude. And of course, we're like. Me and Travis were probably drinking a majority of them. Yeah. But, you know, it was just nuts, man. It's like when we got done with that, we went to Finland and then we came back and just, I mean, the bill was just, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, that is That movie crazy. budget was fat. Fat. I'll yeah. tell you what, it was never that fat again. Oh, really? <laughs> you guys no. overspent it? <laughs> no, yeah. They, were, they never did that shit again. That, <laughs> that was just like, it was like, here's a really, really high and everything went down from there. Yeah. Yeah. That but, sounds like you were on at the right time, dude. I got yeah. one good year. Yeah. That Which was, movie was that? That's that. Vacation. That. Oh, that, vacation. Me, that, 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 you're right. Speaking of that, let's get into a little name that video part while uh, we're into it. Let's do it. What do you think? You know, I think it's kind of time. Let's see how the kid does let's here. Let's see how Stevie's feeling. Okay. 
Ready? That's how he's already, he already has his leg. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It's, he hasn't played it yet. I know. That's why I'm like, waiting. I'm waiting for it to come. I'm just opening it. You already had your eyes on. I'm like, all right, what is it? <laughs> you're like, um, that, yeah, anyway. Hasn't you're like, started I yet. I don't know the song. I don't know it. Well, that was the intro, that was the intro song. That wasn't actually the video part. All right, I'm going to hit it for you. That's Travis Kennedy. <laughs> I remember this. I rem- <laughs> that's a record. We that's a, a record. We, we should get a stopwatch. That's a record. Dude, that's the straight gunslinging. You said it record. over the beat, but let's see it here again yeah, so the people know. This is a slapper. Travis Kennedy. Dude. The reason I hey, know that video part. Go ahead. Congratulations. You won. Uh, you got some air fresheners, a coffee mug. A little bomb hole prize pack. Fuck yeah, dude! Because my car is funky right now because of the baby, bro. You got some baby baby, baby poo. poo on the steering wheel. Yeah, well, I'll try not to, but hell yeah, that's sick. Hell yeah, thanks, boys. Congrats! Dude, that, that was a record. <laughs> <laughs> that was a record right there, though. That's dude, a, I think someone the else did it really fast. I want to say Benny. Benny. Yeah, but that you just beat Benny. Hell yeah! yeah. Beat What's Benny. up, Benny? Yeah. What's up, Benny? Mopped him up. Mopped him up. Well, dude, you gotta think like I spent almost every day of the winter with Travis Kennedy, and when he wanted to. Use this song. I was the first one. He was like, you know, hey, what do you think about this song? Um, and this is when Chameleon Air was fucking huge at that point. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, that that's pretty dope, you know? So, and people were talking shit on Travis because, you know, Travis thinks he raps. So, that's kind of like, this was his, like, hey, fuck you. Like, yeah. you know, so, as soon as I came out, I was like, yeah, I got that shit. That's an iconic one. All right, this that one, shit's hard. This one is for the listeners. You don't answer this one. This one's for the listeners. For just, the listeners. Just I'm glad you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> You're quick, too. We don't- <laughs> just, just to clarify, because a lot of times people comment on YouTube, the to win this, you have to comment on the photo of Stevie on our Instagram for the release of his podcast. So um, coming at you, you'll win a real, you'll, you will win a little prize pack if you get this one right. That one uh, had a big role in me as a child. I'm going to say that. Uh, I don't want to give it away. It's I quick. Nothing. I kind of have a, a slight idea. I think I know the series, but I don't know the part, maybe. We'll talk about it after the show. Let's talk about it after the show. I got nothing show. on that one. But I kind of want to dive back into forum, the forum days, dude. They were like These the golden days. days. So when yeah, that comes cool. out, did you guys do a fucking <clears> crazy <throat> tour like normal and all that shit? Dude, we did a fucking crazy tour. World tour. It was crazy. I didn't get it. So since I was still a rookie, I didn't get to do the Europe tour. Oh, wait. No, I did do the Europe tour. Um, but, dude, it was crazy. We did a, U- a U.S. tour. Then we did a Euro tour, which was was crazy. Um, actually, no, I wasn't on that that part of the Euro tour. But we did a tour basically from California all the way up to Canada, Canada all the way across to New, uh, Montreal, Quebec, down into the eastern United States, like New York and shit, and then all the way back across to the U.S. So, um, I did the leg from New York all the way back across it to Salt Lake was the last one. That shit was crazy. Party. I was only 19, so oh, I damn. can only, I can only party so hard, but it was, it was nuts, man. I just remember like Laurie, <laughs> his getting just absolutely sick as a dog on the bus, dude. And we're all just kind of the like coronavirus, man. Just, we were like coronavirus on the bus with, with Laurie, dude. And just like every night we're just going so hard that we're like, that Laurie ended up getting off the bus. So then we ended up just fucking raging and i remember i was in i think it was boone north carolina actually which shout out to cam pierce that's his home area nice but um dude i just remember getting shitty off moonshine there 
I mean, shitty. Yeah, that, that shit will fuck you up. Shitty. Like and I remember 50 proof or something. It's like crazy. Fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Some crazy shit. And I just remember Nikki Scoggins. Was it like legit Kevin, moonshine? 100%. Dude, this is yeah. this is North Carolina. Yeah. This is not fucking Salt Lake liquor store. Yeah. This is like some heavy real shit deal. Shit was made Ho- in the bayou or yeah. the fuck. Barrels and shit underneath the mud, <laughs> fucking yeah, banks of, you know, whatever. Yeah. The alligator piss. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, fuck. I, I, I had no However idea. However, it's done. Yeah. But it was one of the sickest. There, it was probably one of the sickest parties just because, you know, we were raging out there. I just remember getting drug out of there, like, dude, we got to get on the bus, and they're just carrying me out. And then another crazy one was that Penn State was just absolutely fucking chaotic, dude. Tons I mean, of kids at these Tons days? of kids. I mean, it was, like, loaded. And here I am, a 19-year-old kid. I, the year before, I was literally studying for college, and here I am raging, you know, at some other part of the fucking world, you know, across the United States with, the, you know, a sick for- snowboard team. It was just absolutely nuts, man. We had so much fun. I got a lot of love there. It was just, it was dope, man. It was a good experience, but fuck, dude, it takes some years off your life. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, tours, yeah. Well, but, you know, T Stone. I've been You've on been some there. tours with people and, woo. Yeah. And then also the, the Euro the, ones the, are the, the forum, crazy. the forum too is the, the thing about forum at that time is like you guys were like it kind of put on a pedestal to a degree, like yeah. the elite, the elite team, the elite guys. You guys had a, Tight crew, nobody was really getting in the crew, and you guys stuck together. And so it seemed like, you know, you had bottomless budget, and, it, you know, those signings must have been insane because you guys were larger than life. So that that seems seems kind of cool, especially, like, go from a kid in college a year and a half later. You are you probably have kids lined up, and you're signing autographs, and they're excited to meet you and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it was just crazy, man. It's like, again, you know, you've been there. Like, you know, every it might have been a different, you know, I wouldn't say different level because I think that every crew had their good set of following, you know, forum might've just had this like super highlight, you know, everybody looks at, but I just think that, you know, every individual crew had their, their solid following and it was dope, man. Like, you know, you just go from nothing to something. You're like, Whoa. And I think the first thing you got to be like, okay, this is a whole new responsibility that I got to understand had to, 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 to wisen up to and mature enough to handle it wisely. Yeah. You know, cause you don't want to be a fucking asshole. Cause you we already know those quick, burn too. out really quick and you can yeah. also be a douchebag. You know, so you got to like be able to like focusing like, hey, cool. This is awesome. They, you know, I love, you know, each person be able to show them a lot of, you know, respect and and like a mutual feeling because, yeah, they might praise you. But at the end of the day, it's just snowboarding and just another person. But just make sure you respect everybody you come across. You know, and I think that's the that was the hardest transition was learning how to do that at a a, a big scale because you're just like it kind of gets overwhelmed. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, and you're like, God, I got to have a couple beers just to take care of this shit. You know, like so. It was nuts, man, but it and was fun as shit. And then if you're super shit. hungover on the 10th spot <laughs> on the tour, it's real easy to become a dick, right? Really easy to get yeah. fucking just, you're just aggro at that point. Yeah, you're you know? just it's over like, it. Oh, dude, I've seen this video 40 times. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking, I haven't, like, drank any water in four days. <laughs> you know? And then you have some guy with, like, hot beer breath, like, <laughs> spitting in your mouth, like, close talker, and you have to be nice. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be nice to him. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, sir, patience. you're spitting into my mouth currently. You could take <laughs> three steps back that'd be appreciated <laughs> did you do the euro tour dude i did a couple euro tours i did it for um forever dope that one was so that fucking one, fun dude you guys won video of the year yeah 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 that is one that was what this award is yeah it does yeah that thing's got so much fucking dust and <laughs> looks good from here dust box actually is sponsored that award <laughs> <laughs> i like that um but that one was sick dude because that was my first time to europe um and it was just like nuts man i i mean this was like I think the 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 um, double decker bus that we were on was like some like Van Halen or some shit was on that really? like the, the like week before it was nuts man and I'm just like it was just such an eye opener and like you said I, you mentioned earlier like the Euro 
tours or people show up 20 times what yeah. they are in the u.s dude <laughs> yeah. it's nuts they're there to party <laughs> dude they already had partied before they got there you know <laughs> and here we are americans dude we we don't drink the way they drink out no. there dude it's like you, you gotta be careful because you'll be under the table real quick real quick real quick yeah and you can't be acting a fool at a premiere no. you know what i mean you Especially gotta you can't, in Europe. yeah you can't be acting a fool but it was just fucking nuts man like Hitting like um, I think we started in Germany and went to Austria and went all the way up to like um, Brussels, all the way back down to Barcelona. And just hitting all these spots was just like epic. And I think the sickest part was uh, of it was being able to skate some sick ass oh, iconic yeah. spots that you would never be able to skate yeah. on you know on your own dime most likely. And that was just like a, I was like, holy shit! So you guys this took some time shit. to enjoy it and yeah. skate. And like Not a stuff. ton of time. We'd get like an hour. Yeah. But I mean, just to even just say you were there was yeah. so sick. You know, you're like, what? This is the Barcelona Four, or this is you know, you're like, this is dope, man. And the people were just insane, dude. They were so cool and yeah, so kind. So nice. They're so, so fucking nice. They're, they're like, they'll do anything for you. You're like, whoa, this is sick, man. So, I mean, I, I ended up being buddy buddy with every goddamn person in Europe right now. You yeah. know, it was so fun and. I just remember I always, like, give out everything I could until I was almost had nothing but my pants and my goddamn boxers on, you know? Really? Or some shit. Just, yeah, here, take this. Take that. Take you that. just want to hook them yeah, up. Yeah, here, take that. Take that, dude. It was just fun, man. You know, you get into the spirit of it. People are super rad. It's just fun, you know? Yeah, the people on Europe tours are dope. I remember super once dope. in... Uh, Switzerland, Marco signed a baby, and that's when I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> it might have been his fucking baby. <laughs> just kidding, Marco. From a per- premiere, a premiere. Year, just kidding, Marco. I'm just kidding, Marco. You're probably right, <laughs> though. Man. So you you two have been on some wild trips. I heard Buds tell some fucked up oh, stories sad. about Russia and oh, stuff God. like that. Yeah, we went to Moscow like 2007. Yeah, and it was definitely an eye opening trip because Russia is pretty wild, huh? Russia's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. I'm not going back. Yeah, that, we to. all kind of left that trip. Like, I don't know if I'm going back. Nah. I ended up going back twice since then. But you're a fucking better man than I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going back unless I. And I got nothing wrong with any Russian followers that are listening. Amazing country, beautiful. Like it's. That's not that. It's just. It's just. It's just gnarly. Yeah. It's just a gnarly place, man. Like there's. It's cold as shit. Almost got kidnapped by some dudes that I don't even know where they're from. Yeah. Like remember, like we were sitting. Like, these guys, we have, there's a big, busy street. We'll park our van up there. Benny's looking at awing over, like, this um, uh, two-set. Like, yeah. uh, two-set's a sick photo. And then I'm looking at awing, like, coming down over this fence and awing over this fucking frozen pond that has a hole that just goes down the middle. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking, for one. Um, but these guys are, what, were you guys up top or we're down the? up top, I think. Yeah, and then, like, well, oh, there was two instances in there, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, the first one was, you guys were downstairs, down low, helping Benny shovel, and I'm standing alone up by the van, and these dudes, I see they got fucking silver teeth. I mean, they're gnarly. Like, they're, they're some killer shit. You know what R- I mean? Like, Russian they're gnarly. Thugs. Thugs. You know what I mean? Like, a little girl walked up to us and was like, those are bad, man. Yeah, dude. Like, don't they, go near them. They go by. They're looking at me, and I'm just like, okay. They go down, flip a bitch. They go down, flip a bitch. Sorry, speaking to the mic. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Here they come, dude. They get out, dude. They're talking. They're speaking Russian or some other shit. And they're, like, looking ready to fucking, they, one opens a trunk, and I'm like, hey, yo, dude, these guys come up there, dude, and finally they're like, you know, they end up leaving us alone because there was a number of us, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, that could have been it. They had, like, fronts in, I think they were, like, Armenian gangsters That's like, what in it, Russia or some shit. They were gnarly, dude. I was Sketchy like, looking, was there, dude. Is that where there's a backfire situation, and uh, you I just hit the I ground? That's was, another day. Yeah, it was another day, <laughs> dude, yeah. But so then after that, like. I think we were wound up from that. Yeah. You're already Maybe, on maybe. Yeah. maybe. 
But then after that, like, uh, I think Benny goes and, and, like, he's warming up, whatever. But for some reason, I think these guys are now up top, and I'm the only one, like, kind of going down and, like, getting my runway smoothed out all of this hole. So I'm like, oh, fucking let me just try it. But I didn't realize my board had frozen water and ice all over the bottom of it. So I drop in. I have nowhere near the speed. I hit, come up short. My ass goes in the in the water, and I slide out of it. Remember that stone? Yeah. I'm like, stone, stone, help, dude. I'm like, dude, it was so sketchy. If I would have went in this thing, it would have been a wrap. There's no way you're getting out of it. Yeah. Remember that? That was, that was gnarly, dude. That was Who the knows what the water quality probably you're, was. You're going to want to check your base before you hit a gap. Yeah. For yeah, future reference. Yeah. Pro tip. That's a pro tip. Yeah. Oh, my God. It would have been fucking so bad. Luckily, my ass bounced and went yeah. in and then put me out and put, slid put me across. Right out. Oh, my God. That was so fucking sketchy. And it's not a place you want to go to the hospital. What do you have? You remember how crowded it was? What, yeah. How would you get to the hospital? Yeah, we would wait in traffic like <laughs> six hours sometimes. Yeah, just get a couple miles. Yeah. You ain't making it to the hospital. Yeah, they would, you're you dying would, on you in route. get there yeah. quick. And then the backfire. Yeah, dude. I want to hear about that situation. <laughs> we were like, I don't know what exactly was going on, but we were out shooting and a backfire. And it was after we had seen all these sketchy dudes, a backfire went off, but it sounded just like a gunshot. Oh, yeah. And we all straight dove to the ground. <laughs> like, Cole was freaking out, and we actually dove to the ground thinking we were getting shot at. And well, it and turns it was, out it was a backfire. Well, we were in that tunnel, too, kind of like that we like that underpass. Areas. So it kind of, like, echoed yeah. off the, the walls by us. Oh, yeah. So we were like, dude, this is it. You we know? thought we were getting shot at because we were in that sketchy hood. Yeah. All the good spots seem to be in sketchy areas. Yeah, I think that there's green like, rail was not too far from yeah, there. Yeah, there's miles and miles of, like, projects, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and, that place was crazy. Yeah. Remember when we left Benny at night? <laughs> <laughs> we went to go get pizza or something. Yeah. This was the time before cell phones. Dude, this is pre-cell phone. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you're leaving a homie, you're leaving a homie. And we we're we like, we're going to go get pizza. And the traffic took, it took us like six hours. <laughs> Benny was just shoveling in the night in this like tunnel that goes down into the railway. Like just shoveling this rail. And we're like, yeah, we'll be back. This dude's like, oh, best pizza in Russia. Best pizza in Russia. It was a fucking Papa John's. Yeah, it was Papa John's, dude. <laughs> we were like, oh, God, are you fucking kidding me? Benny was gripped when we got back. Yeah. He was so pissed at us. I think us. someone stole his board. Something. That, yeah, something happened. Like his board got stolen. Like we were in we were in the, yeah. the ghetto zones. He had every right to be pissed off at us. Yeah, he was mad. Dude. Yeah, he was pissed. He had every fucking right, though. But we did not think the Papa John's mission was going to be a six-hour <laughs> no. fucking retreat <laughs> to the best pizza in Russia, dude. dude I, I'm not going to lie, though. I kind of, I'm a Papa John's fan. I fuck I with Papa what, John's, dude. Pizza in the but country. not when you're talking about the whole, you know, he hyped this <laughs> up. Like, we were going to some magnificent spot, and we were kind of all looked at each other like... I Bro, swear, you know this is a Papa John's. They have these in America, right? Yeah, I swear I ate a pigeon on that trip too. That was at the fucking place with the pool, the yeah, pool table yeah, with the dude. big balls. They fed us some weird. We ordered Sketchy. chicken and we got some like yeah. They shit was nice. I went to Sketchy. China. China pigeons like their chicken. I was there yeah. not too long ago. That's it was, fucked up. It was gamey, they, dude. They have pigeons like that's the most common bird you're gonna find to eat. We almost that died whole trip in our rental van. Up. Oh, I was gonna get on that story right, next too. Tell that one, dude. I. I <laughs> Man, there's a lot of stories just from that single trip right there to fill this whole fucking podcast. Let's yeah, talk about it. Dude, it's crazy. So we're going down the street and like Russia's like, Russia's weird because you will get in trouble for maybe crossing over a line turning, but you can drive down the fucking sidewalk all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true story. <laughs> it's like, what? We got pulled over for like just something stupid, but... 
people are flying down the sidewalk just to get by the traffic and we're driving and, and it's like it's uh god that was a sick crew we had there but Muzzy was next to was Muzzy next to me in the yeah. van or was he next to you in the I van? Think he was next to you. And then Cole was driving, so we got the whole van full. But dude, like Muzzy was like he was gripped after this. But we're going down the road, and I'm not sure what's happening because you know I'm like la la land and shit. Back of the van, not even paying attention. And next thing I know, the van is doing. We're all fucking flying around, dude, and it's like. And being in the back, like you're really feeling it. You know, the tail's whipping around, dude. I'm like, oh my god, the wheel tripping. And this freeway's packed, dude. And Cole's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Muzzy screaming, we're all fucking screaming, we're going nuts, dude. Like, oh shit! Finally, Cole pulls out of it. We're just, oh shit. So we pull over, dude, and Muzzy just gets out, dude. And Muzzy's just like, fucking out in this field. I mean, like, like. Out in this field, way out there. You guys are fishtailing, basically. Dude. No, we were on three we were, wheels. Oh, 100%. Okay. Maybe two wheels. Yeah, okay. I, I think it got on two wheels yeah, at some point because of the weight. You we were like okay. up in the air, Dude. down, Serious spinning. shit. Okay. See, and it's like, you know how like when you go to these winter streets, like kind of it starts to rut. Yeah, yeah, there's deep ruts. Yeah, we were, it was like, it was like, I was yeah. like, this is it, dude, because he was kind of going across we were going ruts. Fast. Yeah, dude. On the and, highway. It was fucked up, and dude, I just remember Muzzy. I can just, I have this photo of him in my head. He's just out in this field, just yeah. praying, dude, praying like, What's like up, he, Muzzy? Love Muzzy, but dude, it, like it, that perspective was like, dude, it goes to show you how gnarly it is to go out and film and do this shit in other countries. Yeah, because that could have been a wrap for all. Yeah, of we could have died like that. Muzzy was basically praying to God, like, thank you. Cole, for not dying. Cole Taylor kind of can block that shit. Though. He can block the fuck out of that thing, dude. <laughs> if I was driving, would have been heavy. Accident. Dude, he was. Yeah, he was doing his shit. Dude, like, he was handling business, dog. He, he pulled that thing out. You know, like when you ride a dirt bike and you get the, uh, you know. You got a whiskey throttle out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what he was when doing. When in doubt, throttle out situation. That's what he was doing, dog. And I, when he pulled that shit straight, I was just like, oh, my God. How did he do that? It was gnarly. And Fuck. we got busted at a spot full on cops with AK-47s. There was a lot of them, Just too. rolled up. Yeah. What was our boy's name? Was it Dimitri? Yeah, I think Dimitri. Dimitri. That was our guy's name. Yeah. He, that- he didn't know. He'd only taken subways. So when he guided us, he had a map of the subways. <laughs> <laughs> and that was how he figured out how to get us around. Like he didn't know the streets, because <laughs> in Russia and Moscow, most people don't have cars. Yeah, know? makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but yeah, every day we'd have to give a hundred bucks to the cops. It's like whose turn was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. And if you corrupt. did rubles, they take your passport. If you didn't, then you couldn't even go home. You even know what you were gonna do. So Holy yeah, shit. it would just alternate. Oh, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's your hundred. Yeah. You know. Um, I think that trip, I ate more fucking beef stroganoff than I've ever in my entire life. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I haven't had it again just since. What, <laughs> that's just what you knew. Like, that was the only thing we could kind of tell. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, beef stroganoff. What would you like tonight? Just give me the beef stroganoff, you know? Yeah. You were like, oh, no, just give me the beef stroganoff. Because that first night, I, it was pigeon, dude. Yeah. We were just struggling. We're like, what does all this mean? You know, like, I'm sure China kind of was the same. Thing. You're like, what the fuck? What is this? And it's always all kinds of weird smells that yeah. you're unfamiliar yeah. smells. You're just like, it smells fucking weird in here, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go with the stroganoff. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone there wears yeah, this. Straight up. Everyone's like, it's so cold. You, that's why they're all drinking vodka in the morning, basically. They're just trying to stay warm. They're all kind of dressed in black and dark colors and. Yeah. We, we went to the subways one day, though, and the subways are crazy. You remember how dope they were? Yeah. Do you remember how fucking deep that one went, dude? Yeah, it was, it was like crazy. a 20-minute fucking escalator ride, yeah. dude, to go deep. They basically, to get people stoked to go to work, they put all this attention to, like, art and detail, and you go down in there. It's like like being in a museum or something. It was fucking oh, cool. crazy. It was yeah. sick. And then when we were at the mass terminal, <laughs> remember what happened? <laughs> Tell the story about what happened. <laughs> well, for one, dude, it was like... I was the only black dude in Russia, I swear to God. Yeah. For a week. 
And next thing I know, like we just kind of walk in and there's just this black dude coming and I can just, I can just see his face light up as he sees me. You know what I mean? And here I'm just like, okay, whatever, dude. He was so fucking excited to see me. What was he, like, what he walked up like, give me a hug or some yeah, shit? Like, give me like up, that. And, like, he like saw him from like, across yeah. this crowded room and just <laughs> beelined it to Stevie. <laughs> Comes over like, oh, dude, I didn't even know what, hugs you. what, yeah, hugs me. Um, I can't remember what language he was speaking, but I think yeah, he did have broken English. Broken and he was just English. like, good to see you. Da, 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 and then I was like, like, it's like, holy shit, that happened so fast. It was he like, was just said he hadn't <laughs> seen another black person in two years. Yeah, or something crazy like that. Yeah. Like, dude, you got the fuck out of here. Insane. So, yeah, it was Insane. crazy, dude. That place was, remember that vodka party we went to? Yeah. That, <laughs> the after party? Who knows what was going on there? I think I battled uh, a bunch of MCs on the mic. Did you, you go rushing it, actually? Yeah, you know, dude, I might have battled tones? like seven, yeah. seven, uh, seven Russian rap artists. I've experienced so. that in my life, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> He's so sick. Yeah. I had no idea even like Stone even had this in him, bro. Next thing I know, I'm just like, the fuck? He's just <laughs> ripping this shit. And I'm like, what? And just for the listeners and viewers, Stony Buds basically turns into like a Ross clot. Like he's just <laughs> like, he gets possessed, dude. And he's like, it's on too. It's so on, man. I'm retired though. Nah, I bet you if we got you out in the right scene, That's dude. Not, it's actually not true. I actually filmed him. Freestyling when we were doing and recording an intro the oh, other day. Oh, that did happen, huh? <laughs> and I secretly filmed it, and I have the audio, so oh, we God. can actually put that out at some. Please point. Please put that. Can, yeah. we, can we insert that somewhere? Stony Bud, Mike Assassin, joints are passing. This motherfucker is the next up on the for the action. Stony Buzz, wickedest on the scene. Fuck with me, I'm like Mr. Clean. I, I don't know why I'm like Mr. Clean. Why would I be like Mr. Clean? Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit is tight, dude. I remember that. I was like, damn, son. Yeah. yeah, that was a sick trip though. In two thousand seven, like I think we were like one of the first crews to go from America over there, and it was crazy. Well, yeah, I was in Finland at the time, and oh, um, did you meet us? Yeah, I met you over there because yeah. I had to get my passport taken care of in in Finland, and then to start the trip off, I remember I was I meant to I went to the airport, met Benny there. Benny and I, for some fucking reason, I let Benny talk me out of leaving the gate to go get a drink really quick. We come back and our fucking plane's gone. Oh no! Like, God damn it, Benny. So Damn. I already checked out of my hotel. Anyway, we stayed the night in Finland. <laughs> we get there. And, uh, dude, me, I just remember the look on, on Benny's face and my face, too, when we walk out of the airport, dude, and we got our fucking our board bags, and uh, we're just looking around, and every cab driver's just kind of, like, licking their chops, looking at us like, <laughs> hey, yeah, come here with me. Come here, yeah. And me and Benny are, like, almost want to hug each other, like, yeah, like oh, fuck, How dude. can I get your money in <laughs> <Yeah>. my pocket? <laughs> dude, so we get it. Finally, we jump in one cab, dude, and, this dude took us some sketchy ass routes, dude. Some sketchy routes. And me and Benny are looking at each other, like, kind of like game planning. Like, dude, what are we going to do? Like, if, you know, this shit gets rough, dude, because he's going through alleyways and all that fucking shit. We have no GPS. We have no phone. We've never been to this bitch in our life. Yeah, can't read a road sign. Can't read a yeah. single thing. We don't understand what the fuck this dude's talking about driving us. Nobody speaks English. Yeah, yeah dude, don't we're speak tripping, English. Ripping, dude. We're just like, fuck, we're, we're fucked, dude. We were literally basically just said, hey, you know, this is about it, you know? And then finally, our son, we pop up. We're at the hotel. <laughs> we were just so fucking relieved, dude. We couldn't wait to get out of that taxi cab, dude. We were out of that bitch like that. Boom, in the doors. So happy to see our friends. It was funny, man. That was uh, a fucking good trip. Yeah, it was good. Good times. Some good fucking photos came from that trip yeah. from everybody. Yeah. That, the nose press photo is iconic. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. I, I, I specifically remember that big ass ledge that. Benny didn't really have a super active trip that that trip, but I just oh, remember the, the last purple, day the purple shirt. he hits this 
fucking ginormous ledge and just crushes it. And I'm yeah. just like, dog, what have you been doing this whole time? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what have you been doing? Let me just like, wait till the I'm end. Let me get one, yeah. <laughs> Back 50, this like giant hubba. I was just looking at the thing like, dude, that thing is fucking huge. His yeah, kit is pretty big. swag in that too, yeah, I remember. He's always team. swag, dude. Yeah, he's always looking always good. Always swag. Will you tell me what else looks like? Dude, we might be oh, out, bro. Dude, we this just... one's half open. Do you have any? One Did you pour it in? I'm out. That's all good. You could oh, pour. I got, one, I got one inside. I'm gonna get. You want a white cloth? You got the white cloth. Now that works. Talking, yeah. dude. Forgot about that. <laughs> um, What's next? Uh, it was cool. I was gonna. I wanted to dive into maybe. You know, you were talking about um, at the beginning of your forum part. There was like some people gave you some hate. Like you, you kind of quoted being saying, "I'm only." pro because i'm black that kind of thing um i wanted you to talk about maybe that that shit a little bit you're feeling at that point when you're filming that part and where that came from and i don't know if you had any thoughts on that yeah and that actually um that starts before all that 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 kind of starts in high school yeah you know, i kind of went to like a pretty like a high school way out west like you know at the time that was like the last high school going uh, west. before it was all developed yeah before all, like i was fucking yeah. hillbillyville out there yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking crazy yeah, it's like so it was like a, a lot of hicks dude a lot of fucking like not a lot of racist kids because we had a fucking sick crew of people in our school but there's a good group of them and um a lot of them hated me because i was doing their shit you know what i mean like i was skating i was riding moto and uh snowboarding and moto was the first instant dude they would talk so much shit you know like oh you know talking shit nigga this and it's like the one day I saw him at the track, bro, and I'm on an 80, and these guys are riding bigger bikes, and I'm just lumping these motherfuckers. I mean, lumping them. Really? They never said a fucking word after that. Really? Lumping you just cats. Shut them up. Lumping cats. I'm just a little YZ80. <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen They're to just you like, guys. <laughs> just wet. Just yeah. wide open. Just yeah. screaming. Just, just perfectly, just, just going, like, coming across their rut just to fucking throw dirt at him. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard anything back. And then snowboarding, you know, same shit. You know, you get a different sport and they start talking shit. But then it's like, even friends I was like, used to be cool with were talking shit. Like when I started to kind of get sponsors, like, oh, he's not that much better. He's not better than me, you know, whatever. It's just, you know, you hear that hate a little bit. And then it's just like, sometimes you hear people talking shit like in the park. But then it's just like, you laugh, you know, you kind of smirk because it's like, all right, well, I'll let you go first. Yeah. And then I'm going to come after you, but I'm going to do everything switch. You know what I mean? Just (laughs) talk, you know, like you don't. You know, I'm not saying that you're them. cocky, but you're just, all right, bitch, you want to talk some shit? I'll fucking show you what's up. And then, of course, you know, you get the fucking internet gangbangers. I think this is when Facebook and social media started to kind of like come alive, like at this early stages of our career. And people MySpace talking shit in the comments. Yeah, MySpace and Facebook and like people talking shit in comments or always having something smart to say about it. You know, and that's where you're just kind of like, oh, whatever, man. You know, like fucking talk all the shit you want. But then I thought it would just kind of be funny to like um, kind of put that intro out there. Like, bitch, we hear you, but we don't care about you. Yeah, you know, like you can talk all the shit you want, but that's why I'm here and you're there, you know. So I have a question: When you would hear that shit, would that ever fuel you? Sometimes would that give you some motivation? I'm always just motivated, anyways, because you know, I it, it, yeah, it does in a sense, but I kind of hate to. I, I don't really like to play off hate to be my motivation. Copy, yeah. You know what I mean? It's more like I'm already motivated to do this, but now I'm gonna just kind of target this little bit towards you. Like I'm gonna just maybe shut you up really quick, you know? But I'm not gonna spend all day on it. I'm going to yeah. pass you in the whoops and hit you with a little roost. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or something where, like, you're going to go up and do some some type of trick, and then you're going to just come right behind and go do something better. But but then you carry on, and that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? That. You're like, oh, whoop, peace, you know? Yeah. Shake, you know, shake and bake them. You're like, peace, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun, you know? Bake. It's just fun. And I always just thought people was like, 
I, I kind of love it though because it just shows you know true colors of people sometimes like how they really feel and it's like I, I guess like I'm I'm kind of my dad's really like a different type of person like he really is like who gives a fuck about what everybody else says you just got to focus on what you got to focus on I've kind of always had that mindset but I know it's easier said than done right and if I didn't have my my dad that was that way I don't think it would it would have been as easy you know what I mean because I was just always that was hammered in my head. But I could see for other people, it's it's kind of tough because it's hard to hear people talk shit about you, even if they don't know you. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, who gives a shit, man? You just got to focus on what you got to focus on. Only focus on what you can control and influence. And that's part of that's being around people who, you know, are, are your friends or people who are going to motivate you. Fuck the haters, you know? And the haters are out there. Oh, I love haters, and though. Yeah, you do love haters. <laughs> that's, like, that's the right mentality. Some people is. stew. They stew too much on yeah. the haters. Or you got you got 99 comments. There's one hate. You and stew on the one hate. On it. Yeah. And you forget about the 98 Dude. good ones. It's like, focus on the 98 good ones. That's the be- that was a perfect analogy right there. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, oh, welcome. Did you welcome. Did you experience, is there any, like, uh, instances where you were, like, kind of had some fucked up racist shit happen while you were filming or snowboarding or any particular things you could think of coming to mind? Dude, I honestly, not at all filming. Yeah. Like, not at all, man. I think people were just more amazed what the fuck we were doing out there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't give a shit what color you were. You were just crazy to them. Yeah, they didn't give, they're, they're just like, you're doing what? You know the look they give you? Like, yeah. you're going to go from here to here on this rail? So people didn't care what it was, yeah. man. And. I would say, actually, we had some pretty fucking cool run-ins with cops. Like, I, I would say that, like, I'm not... Luckily, we had really cool run-ins, but I mean, one time, we were in Houghton, Michigan, Upper Peninsula. Did you ever film up, up in the UP? I did go up there. Yeah, yeah. There's a Houghton, Marquette or something. Marquette, and then yeah, you yeah. go up above that, and it's yeah. it's like Upper Houghton. Peninsula. You, it's like crazy, but... um. Dude, they gave us the fucking keys of the city. Oh, I remember that. That was the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. I actually got they the were keys so cool up there. of the city taken away from me up in that city <laughs> <Yeah>. with Breezy. <laughs> we, got, we got officially kicked out. Called fucked and it up kicked out. Yeah, it was after you guys got the keys. The keys no were way. They handed them over to us, and then they took them away and kicked us out of town. Damn, dude. Well, well much much love to everybody <laughs> in the UP. I, we, we appreciate it. It was fun as hell. When I mean, you have a really good attitude and... And I think going back to like kind of what we were talking about earlier, it's like if you can just, you know, be you but always treat people how you want to be treated and give a shit they treat you the same way, I think that kind of goes a long way. It, yeah. it really does start to um, – it's an infectious feeling. You know, you start to you – know, people are like, oh, cool. You know, I'm like, let me give this guy a chance. Let me just see how this goes, you know, or whatever because he's not a dick. He's not a – because, I mean, maybe like I, – I mean, if you think about like fucking 2005, 2006, dude, I dressed like I was fucking part of G-Unit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like fat ass beanie. <laughs> the, the beanie was like – it was like two feet tall. Yeah, reservoir. <laughs> I like that reservoir tip. There's a reservoir tip. Fucking buds. You might still catch buds in one of those. Though. I still rock the reservoir dude, tip. Those are hard, dude. <laughs> fucking baggy ass pants. The pants dude. were Big, so baggy. Dude, and like, you know, and it's just like you come across as like this fucking – Fucking thug ass kid, but then when you open your mouth, people are like, "Oh, he's not like it." It almost doesn't match. It's like, wait a second, where do we go wrong here? Like, yeah. you're supposed to be like, "Ah, oh, bro, ah, oh, ah, oh, bro," you know what I mean? But you're like, well spoken in a little bit. You know, you can communicate with people well. well and then I think you're hanging like, out with Travis Kennedy. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that guy, <laughs> dude. Oh, I love Travis Kennedy so Me much, too, man. He's but holy funny, dude. shit, that kid is a is just. He's fucking wild. Yeah. He's fucking wild, dude. I can't even keep up with that guy, dude. He's just a fucking riot, dude. Yeah. But he will have you laughing all goddamn day long. All day long. Sometimes it's at him, and sometimes it's with him. (laughs) 
Have you huh? ever hung with him a bit? I met him a couple times. Never really got to know him, unfortunately. Oh. I wish. Uh, idol of mine. Idol Dog. of mine. I need. You, I need. Some you would stories. love to hang out. I yeah, think yeah. you. I think these two yeah, would, would have a great really well, time. Dude. These two would love it, dude. Yeah. I, I think that would be a great comedy with him. Oh, dude. we got to get him on the podcast if he's around. I, I think he's up in Alaska, bro. I haven't I, been able to get a hold of this. Is this clean? Yeah, I just watched. I, I watched really that. Be- no, it's I did. I watched it before the show. Um, unless you know, we're trying to get some sponsors and endorsements. You know, but. yeah, White Claw, dude. We're down. <laughs> that would be I sick. Mean, we're down. Um, but yeah, dude, he's. I think he's up in Alaska. I don't know what he's doing, but um. Fuck if you can get him on a podcast nothing, anyway. Nothing good. It might be more of a phone call scenario. Yeah. You but, got a, you got any in instances like over all the forum years, mm-hmm. premieres or parties or anything off the top of your head, a TK story you bang us over the head with? Dog, I got one right now that I'll just fucking throw out <laughs> to. So we were we were in, in oh my god, we were in Stockholm, Sweden, bro. We like I said, we'd been there. Me and Travis, we went to the bar, whatever. We're like, cool, we're gonna keep it mellow. Whatever. We go to the bar, we get a couple of drinks. Hell, even like JP and like all those guys were with us, but they went home early. Um, we went home like a, I think it was like 10, 10 o'clock. We're cool. We're, we're walking on our way back to the hotel and this limo pulls up and like, Hey, you guys want to go to, to that camp? You know, he's like something about the strip club and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Travis like, dude, let's just go for a minute. He's like, Oh, we'll give you a free ride. Blah, blah, blah. You know how they do it in Vegas. You know what I mean? They suck you into that shit. Yeah. So we're like, all right, cool. We'll go. Whatever. Just for a little bit. Go on the titty bar. Yeah. Fucking next thing I know, dude, we're $2,500 deep in the hole. It's fucking four o'clock in the morning and we're finally deciding we need to get out of there. By the time we get out of there, get to the hotel and go to sleep, everybody's waking up to go to breakfast. Oh no. So I'm like, oh my God, dude, no way. There's no way I'm gonna make this happen. So we're like, okay, we gotta play this off. We go up to the room, dude, you know, mouthwash, everything, blah, blah, blah. Come down. All right, play it cool. I'm fucking wasted. Travis is on a whole new level, you know? <laughs> and um, so we go out and film, and it's this big, you know, I, I can't explain. Uh, it's a big down flat down, but you can go sideways through it. So it's not a huge kink where you just 50 or some a shit. A rail or ledge? It's a rail. Okay. So we're sitting there, and it's me, JP, it's it's uh, Travis, it's the whole crew, and we got Kareem El-Rafi with us. Uh, Stockholm. Kareem. Stockholm, yeah. El-Kareem, the fucking Rastafari. <laughs> so Travis is like, oh, dude, I, oh, fuck, dude, I'm fucked up. I'm hurting, dude. I'm like, dude, I'm so tired, man. So I go and I fall and I basically break a bone in my hand. Travis oh, no. front boards this bitch. The one that first goes into the tunnel. Fucking try. Yes. That one in the tunnel. First try, bro. No way. Really? First, dude, he doesn't even strap on his snowboard. This motherfucker goes up to the top of the dropping ramp and he's like, I'm a front board. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I can't wait to see this. This fucking dude nails it first try. No ender. fucking problem. Yeah, something like that. He got his ender after Dog. partying all night, still drunk. Solid. Right it, to the, just ding, ding. And it goes into the tunnel. It's a yeah, I remember that shot. And me and Kareem got handled on that, dude. And I was just like, you are a fucking whole different That's animal, That's legendary dog. shit. Dude. You are. And there's so many shots Travis has got that Did are, anyone else know that you guys had partied like that? I don't that? think they, they knew that we were out all night. I mean, yeah. we always smelled like alcohol because we were always having. It's, yeah, it's Europe, beers. dog. I mean, you, yeah. they, they, they drink beers all day. Every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You have a beer. Not Travis so is just used to that shit. Dude, it was no <laughs> problem for that guy, dude. But yeah. I learned my lesson that night. I was like, I'm going to bed early from here on out. Yeah. You know, but that was like the most legendary. Legendary shit with Travis. I'm just That's like insane. legendary. Dude. How That's... the fuck did you just do that, dude? That's so one time. One thing we like to talk about on the show is uh, a thing we refer to as cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuits. The bisque. Um, you know you what know, that is? It's he doesn't know what that is. It's the increment Whoa. money. Money. We're talking about. We like to talk about <laughs> how much. We like to talk about how much money Bug people made. People it's made back money. in the day. I'm gonna now, stacks of cheddar. We don't. You, you, we can take this out if you don't want to talk about it. But uh, is there any gauge on like a monthly salary at one point? Of a and your peak? rider at the peak. I think at the peak, career? dude. I 
Dude, at the peak, it was dope, dude. I think there was, uh, and this was not just for him, but like just checks in general. Dude, I was like, I mean, I fucking, uh, every other day there's some fucking check showing up for incentive <laughs> this or fucking salary that or or video that. And it's like, dude, it's, it's like almost like 12 grand a month at some point where Damn, I was just like, son. this is sick, bro. I mean, I wasn't at that part of the forum where these guys were getting a half goddamn million. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, 40 grand a month type shit, you know? Yeah. No, but I mean, for a day 20, dude, 12, 22. Dude, 12 grand a month, that's, you're that's killing. a pile of yeah. cheddar you're biscuits, chilling. right? Yeah, Especially compared cheddar. to what kids are making now. That's yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's, the, that's the cheddar biscuits we like to talk. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's like I mean that wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that good for that long. That was like maybe just a couple solid years, and then it was dropped. Then it significantly dropped to like mm-hmm. five and, and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still a good fucking money. That's yeah. over seventy yeah, k a year. Good, you know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. Like to snowboard. Yeah, but then like you know when I when I started to get to the point where my salary wouldn't match if I got injured, what it would cost me to go to the hospital. That's I was when you done. Started being like fuck, fuck that. This. It ain't worth it. And then yeah. you've you've had some covers. You cover a Transworld photo issue. Yeah, uh, dude, front tell board. Us about that, that looks shoot. like a sick was, shoot. To me, that's one of the most iconic shoots. That's kind of been done. No one's really ever done anything like that again. Yeah. Um, what was that all about? That was in Tahoe, and Col- that was uh, Cole? Cole, Cole, Cole Bearish. Cole Bearass. Cole Bearass. <laughs> Shouts. <laughs> Shouts to Cole. <laughs> He'll say something. Uh, the kid's kid, but he was just like, dude, uh, he's like, I got this idea, and like, you guys all know Cole. He's like, Stone's like creative. Like, the, every photographer I've shot with, they're just so different thinking. It was, it was, it's cool to kind of see the different perspectives, like how they think about shots, but Cole's always thinking about like, how can we stage this like fucking point of view and for the shoot? And that was one of the things he's like, dude, I want to do this silhouette shot. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, how are we going to do that hitting rails or jumps? And like, finally, dude, he's like, I got an idea. Anyways, like a little while later, we show up to Mammoth and he's got this big, gigantic white background on posts, like just sitting up and he's got lights behind it. He's like, dude, if you can do a trick on that rail where it'll kind of show your silhouette, it'll look good. We can try it. So I'm like, all right. So we tried a couple different things. Like we tried lip, we tried board 50, we tried front board. We tried, and then he's like, dude, you got to do the front board. That looks the best because it can show, it kind of accentuates like the, the angle of your arms and like where your, your legs are at on the, Body on the photo. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we did it for like probably an hour and a half, two hours just to kind of get the, the flash right. And then dude, he showed me and I was like, that is fucking epic. Yeah. That I mean, was he basically fucking epic. took a photo studio and set it up. Outdoors and yeah. the result right there is insane. That's pretty sick. You got to cover front board in a park rail too. That's, that's like that's killing yourself. It's a dope photo, but you're like, <laughs> I mean, that would stand up today. 100%. That could run as a cover. But this you know, rail was tiny though, so that's kind of where like, I, I had a second like guest calls. Like, bro, like, yeah, you're like, this hey, dog, bro, you trying to set me up, homie? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to be the clown of the industry of the rail side, you know? But it was it was not that big of a rail, but like it just photos incredible. Yeah, the 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 setup was just like sick, and then yeah. there were some other sick photos that he had from other riders that were were in there, which I thought had equal but yours rights got to the, the cover. cover. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, and the photo issue? I was like, this is Yeah, sick. cover the photo annual. Yeah, photo annual, yeah. I was big like, Damn. deal, dude. Well, you know how you're talking about every photographer has their thing? Well, Bud's thing usually is as much shit as you can get on the lens as possible. <laughs> yeah. Like dust specks, dirt. It's like the, the cauldron <laughs> that collects more and more It's flavor. like a wok. 
It's like a walk. You, know you never walk. You're seizing your walk and not wash it. My lenses are like that. That's, hey, it works. You I had some a lot kid of shit out there. The other day on, our, on the bomb hole gram, and he was like, dude, I do the same thing. I know it's just what you're talking about. What, the dirty lens? Oh, and they also said Blatt's lenses. He was like, there's no way that yours aren't are Blatt's. Blatt's. <laughs> Blatt's are dirtier than yours. This kid really? Was claiming, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to do a little uh, compare and See contrast. Whose lenses are uh, more seasoned, I guess. I, I it's going to get to a point. You're not even going to be able to know what's <laughs> happening in the photo. It's just a blur. Everything's a silhouette. <laughs> that is true art. True art right He's there. like shooting over here and everything's over here. He's like, yeah, it's a great photo. <laughs> That's sick, Dude. though. You, did you work with Cole a lot? Because he yeah. had a bunch of cover projects, He worked for, right? Snow, or for a forum, right? Yeah, Cole was basically our... our Cole was for a long time, and, and um, Tim Peer was, and, oh, and, yeah. Yeah. He and Ruder. Like, those guys were kind of like... Um, I can't remember how what order it went, but we spent a lot of time with... Well, I mean, we had a, a pretty big crew. I think it was like fucking 13 of us. So, and they had you, three photographers yeah, you, all you, at once. You'd have to. I mean, you can't just, the, you know, the photographer would be mad busy trying to keep yeah. up. So it was like, you know, we'd just kind of change, interact. And a lot of times, um, Ian Reuter and, and uh, Nathan Yant would be what whoever's doing that country, you yeah. know. And then um, Cole and um, Tim would kind of be in the streets. And then, um, you know, we would have our filmers. But it was a, it was pretty sick, The man. time of three <laughs> staff photographers are gone. <laughs> unheard of. Long gone. That long is gone. unheard of nowadays. Yeah. 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 There's, I mean, most people don't even have one. Yeah, long gone. Three is insane. And then and then you got to think there's three filmers, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's that's, a, that's, that's called cheddar bisque on the budgies. Right on the there. budgies. <laughs> the budgies were flowing like the Nile. They, they were flowing like the Nile, bro, but that fucking Nile dried up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> The Nile dried up. The Nile doesn't, fucking... the, that river doesn't even exist anymore. It's actually completely <laughs> evaporated. Yeah, you know that fucking that was Burton's. Burton was flowing that Nile when I was got, got on there. You know what I mean? That shit was just oh, flowing. Did Burton bro. own it when you got on. Burton bought it the year before I got on there. Oh, no which shit. was sick because their shit yeah. was quality. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. dude. That Burton always had like three staff photographers too, so that <laughs> makes sense. Photographers okay. or photographers? Fur Okay, just making sure. Because <laughs> the lenses are furry. That. Oh, they, the, that's the, the mold and growth on them. Okay, you need to At look. least the microphone was. The, yeah, the <laughs> furry the mic, furry lens. Furry mic. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's that's dope, man. You were, you were with them at a good time. That must have been awesome. It was sick, man. And I, I just liked it because it, was, it wasn't the Forum 8, which I wouldn't even try to compete with those fucks. Yeah. Let's just leave that alone. But we had some of them. So it was sick to learn from those guys yeah. like, what they did to create Forum 8. And then transition that to the new one because I, I bet people thought, yeah, oh fuck yeah, they were super yeah. cool. I bet people thought, oh, these dudes are gonna, you know, tank what form was. But those guys, I think they chose wisely on their riders and, yeah. and who they brought onto the team. Were there other riders that could have been easily got on that team? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hell, half of them, Grindys could have been on that team. All, but it's just the way they they picked the personalities. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Was like they did really well on. I was a big TK fan, dude. Yeah. He's, dude, <laughs> that dude. I'm telling you, not to bring it back. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, dude, if we could do a whole podcast on oh, dude, I stories of get Travis him on Kennedy, the podcast, man. I could share. You, I, dude, I got a lot of stories. <laughs> we'll Travis have you. Kennedy. We'll have you. We'll bring another mic and we'll have a four man crew in TK <laughs> so Stevie can co host. Yeah, because I want to. I want to be able to poke the bear so he doesn't try to get shy. Because uh, yeah, that fucking guy's got some funny stories, man. He can talk but, though. He'll release some shit uh, for us. You, you you'll probably have to edit some of the shit he says. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would say for sure, man. <laughs> Um, sick. Well, we've been cranking. Um, one thing I wanted to get into is with the current state of shit going on. Obviously, um, we talked about it before we were rolling, you know, some of the, the Floyd stuff happening and your thoughts. And I thought you put it pretty eloquently with, with race and how you kind of, no matter what 
whether he was black or white or whatever color, just seeing somebody like that, it, it fucks you up. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just unfortunate, especially to see it come from, you know, people who are supposed to protect and serve our, our communities are being the biggest fucking idiots. Like, did you see the video of the, the, the two cops pushing over the 75 year old? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracks the back of his head. Like, I don't care what color you are. What the fuck are you doing? Did it you doesn't see make any sense. Fifth? Or George Floyd. Yeah. Or the kid that got killed down in, in, in Georgia. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And those guys weren't law enforcement. One of the dudes was law enforcement. But it's like, at this point, I'm just like, I don't even know how to, like, um, form an opinion because I just don't even know what to say yet. I'm just like, what? I'm trying to take it all in and, like, think in my head. Like, I'm trying to think differently. Like, I've got this, like, I'm, I'm not a violent person. But, I, like, I've been having these weird, like, feelings of wanting to get violent against like, not against cops or something, because we have a lot of law enforcement on my dad's side, fucking great people. But sometimes you just kind of feel this anger start to build up where you're like, I want to start retaliating on, on people for what they're they're doing. But then you're like, dude, you got to, like, think about this in a different perspective. You don't want to be like them. You got a young-ass daughter. You're not the same. You know, you got to kind of take it in and then just form an opinion, like, over time. Like, just kind of slow, slow your roll. Because the old angry Steven, who knows what the fuck he would have done. You know, I, I don't know, you know. So I'm not saying I would have gone out and shot or done anything violent, but it just, I mean, I would have been at the protests. Yeah. I would have been getting crazy, you know? <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Straight up. But, yeah, so. I, I think that's smart to take a step back and form an opinion before just shouting into the void, you know, and, and seeing, but, yeah, what's seeing going on? I mean, dude, it, I'm, fuck, me and Buds are two white dudes, but, like, it fucked me up seeing that shit, yeah. dude, and I'm not, it, it, it fucked me up to the point where it's like tears. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No, I, I feel that. that. I watch those videos back to back and it's, it's, it definitely creates a feeling that is insane. Dude, it's you crazy. You don't know how to process yeah. it. And it's crazy. You get angry and you tear up when you really hear some of these situations and what happened to these people that you mentioned that 75 year old guy in Buffalo, I guess like 57 of the police officers quit the police force, not because they pushed them over, but because they fired the two guys. Good. Get your bitch asses out yeah, of there. Get your bitch ass out. Get your bitch ass out. When I first read the article, I thought it was because those guys didn't want to have to be put in that position. Yeah. To push someone over, but instead it was to back up those two officers. Well, good. You're something, employed, something's bitch. wrong there. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's just crazy, it's man. Up. It's like it's like. How do we get to this place? Yeah. 2020. Like this shit has been going on for a long time. So like. It's hard when I say it's hard to form an opinion. It's hard to form an opinion to to put it into words to really articulate how you how I feel as a black man living in America and especially raising a a mixed baby, right? Who's gonna probably see both sides of it? But it's just like it's like it's 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 just so hard to just bring it all together because this shit's been going on for so long. My parents, my grandparents went through this. My grandpa passed away a couple years ago at ninety three years old. He went through this when he was my age. Really? Here we're in 2020, I'm 34 years old, and I'm going through this? Yeah. What the fuck? This is crazy. It just cycles back around. Yeah, it's crazy. It becomes a big topic again. But I think that this time it's going to change, because like I said to you guys earlier, I read an article about a little white girl that died because the cops hit her with some pepper spray, and she had asthma. I think her name was Sarah, so RIP, I appreciate you standing up and, and voicing your opinion to to back the, up this whole movement, not just for blacks, but just for everybody. Um, rest in peace, but, like, when white people start dying, shit's about to change. They ain't gonna stand for that shit. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. When white people start dying, shit is about yeah. to change. And, the, and they're out there protesting side by side, and it's beautiful, and I think things are finally gonna make a difference, I hope. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know how, where, where the fuck are we getting this law enforcement from? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's time to, I mean, I gotta I agree, I'm down to defund the police and start over. 100%. Straight yeah. up. And like, start I, over. And here's my, here's what I need to do. 
uh, to be honest with you. I need to get on the phone with my aunt um, who retired uh, from, she was LAPD for a long really? time. And really get on the phone with her and just kind of question and just get get a, uh, an opinion from from her perspective who's been around it. She lived in LA. I mean, fuck, there was Dude, crazy yeah, shit going on. Yeah, yeah, she was around the shit. But I need to ask her, like, what, you know, get her opinion around it and just and help have her help me form, uh, you know, put some things in, into perspective to where I can understand it from not just my persp- from my perspective where I'm just you see it you want to hate on it but get her opinion on yeah. it too but I know she's not going to be about no fucking kneeling on somebody's yeah. neck yeah. I know she's not going to be about pushing no fucking 75 year old or where he you can see the blood come out of his back of his head or pepper spraying some fucking pregnant lady where her daughter put her daughter at risk or excuse me her kid at risk because she's pregnant I know she ain't going to be about that so yeah. all that shit is for the birds that is some bullshit but it would be really interesting for you to have that conversation with her, huh? Yeah. I didn't know you had police in the family. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's side. There's quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. So it just, runs in the family. Runs, yeah. Yeah. So. And you've never had any run-ins with, like, Salt Lake police there, where there was issues? Dog, I don't do shit to get myself in trouble anymore. Yeah, Bud, <laughs> like, Buds is... Dude, they're out for me. They're out for Buds, and he can't, he can't go anywhere without catching a case, man. Yeah, dude, it's fucked. Yeah, no. and that's all right. I can't, I can't say... I can't say all cops are bad. No, not at all. Percent. There's got to be good ones. But I would say the ratio for me. It seems like it's like you got for every one good cop, you probably got like six shitty cops. That's my personal experience. Like something like that, and it's like, can we just fucking switch those numbers? Because the first part of this whole movement is is like admitting that, like, just for the cops to admit that police brutality is a problem. That's the first step. Like, can we just get, like, if until you admit fault, we aren't going to move forward. So, like, first things first, like, let's admit fault. Instead of saying, well, this is one instance, let's look at numbers, let's go facts over feelings. There's these, you know, there's the, the and it's like, let's have some fucking empathy for another human yeah. who got fucking murdered by someone who's supposed to protect us. And it's not about one instance, it's the straw that broke the camel's back, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And, you know, growing up, like, I, I can't, I, I'm a fucking white guy. Like I can't, I can't say that I've been profiled in the way that a lot of you know black people have. And and but still, I I do I can see from my perspective that it's a problem. But maybe maybe if the police would admit some fault and not start attacking nonviolent protesters, maybe we could make a little progress because that's kind of some bullshit. And and just to touch on that too, I just feel like the problem with America, and yeah. I know there's there's racism going on all over. You know, I and like. Italy's the worst. When you watch Premier League, if you're a soccer player, you know, soccer fan or whatever, that shit's crazy. But it's like that we're so fucking ego driven in this country. Like it's gotten to the point where we're just me, 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 and we don't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah, that's and that's the problem. problem. Yeah. That's the fucking main problem. Yes. Like, like Donald fucking dumbass Trump, and you know what I mean. Like he's a fucking idiot, dude, yes. and he's like, he's like, like kind of antagonizing this whole thing, and, it, and like kind of poking the the stick at the fucking fire, and like you know stoking it just because he, you know, I, for his amusement. Like he doesn't give a shit about anybody else. No. Yeah, he doesn't, dude, no. and that's why these guys feel like they're impo- entitled to. But well, good. Well, what I was gonna say is, is that doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them, right? That's no, what, that's what privilege is by definition. Yeah. And so, to a degree, it, the 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 thing that's that's bullshit is that people will come at, at like buds and or whoever, maybe the the conservative people listening to this, they're going to say, oh, well, what am I supposed to be feeling guilty because I'm white? No, you're confusing an emotion. It's very simple. Do not confuse guilt with empathy. When you see somebody fucking get killed by a police officer, there's an emotion of empathy, okay? That is not, it has nothing to do with being, feeling guilty about being white. That's fucking bullshit. It's about another human getting killed. <laughs> yeah. And, and more so than that, the whole deeper underlying issues of a long time. Yeah, and here's the, here's what drives me the most crazy is when people take this bullshit so out of context when they make it about the military. Yeah. 
you think that the military has been, uh, you know, built of just white people for the last couple hundred years? Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, kneeling when the national anthem is on, it has nothing to do with the military. For one, the military had nothing to do with, with professional yeah. sports until recruiters started paying to have advertisements to get people who are watching sports to want to join the military. Great. But that the flag had no significance in sports until then. So when people are kneeling, like Colin Kaepernick, it's not about the military. No. For hundreds of years, there's been black people. My grandpa's Navy. My, my, uh, my nephew just gra- graduated from the uh, Air Force um, you know, uh, Academy two months ago. My brother-in-law is Air Force. His brother, or my, his brother's Air Force. We got a lot of military in our family. My cousin who passed away, he's Navy. They're all black. They're all in there. They all feel the same way. It's not like they're kneeling against the the Navy or excuse me, the military. And, you know, to to go on to another round part uh, about that, it's like when all the back in the day, like in like these older wars, when black people were fighting these wars, right, right alongside the white counterparts, you know, they were segregated at first, but they fought the same exact fucking war that the white people fought. But when they came back, the white people had all the privileges. There was still racism going on in this country. So if anything, they have the right to fucking say if they want. They yeah, fought exactly. the war and they still didn't get the same equal rights. Yeah, say something that's a, else. That's you know a what I mean? Valid point. That is fuck a valid you. Point. You know what I mean? Like you fucking kidding me? Talk some shit, but get your facts straight. Yeah. And it was segregated for a long time. And then when they did bring them, you know, together, they still didn't get the same equal rights when they came home. And that's They'd be up. beat up. They'd be targeted. They'd be in their uniform. You know what I mean? Like in you know in the states and still get targeted. Mm-hmm. Fuck well, out of here with and that then shit. Also, yeah. back to the Kaepernick thing. You know, that's just simply like r- raising raising awareness for civil rights to a degree, right? Kneeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, you know, Black Lives Matter, I'm going to kneel, I'm going to kneel for the national anthem. Oh, and everybody get up in arms. That's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do it. That's not the right way to do that, right? <laughs> that's yeah. a peaceful protest. So we, they do a peaceful protest. Okay, so the peaceful protest doesn't work because that's not the right way to do it. Okay, now people are rioting and they're protesting in a non-peaceful way. Oh, that's not the right way to do it either. So the non-peaceful protest didn't work. Yeah. The fucking peaceful protest doesn't work. Well, all, all the people want this, to, they just want it to go away so they can go back to their regular lives because they want to look at it because it doesn't affect them. That's, and they're, it makes them uncomfortable to think about how, how yes. what they could do to be part of the change. Yeah. They don't want to be uncomfortable. They just want to sit in their little fucking bubble and that's it. So. Yeah. And the fact they're rioting and not rioting, let's say having peaceful protests against police brutality and then being hit with police brutality, that's... It's starting to show. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's starting to be proven. It's insane. Yeah. And it's, Even if you don't Hopefully do that's it. what's going to finally change something. And if this doesn't change something, I don't know. Well, I mean, hopefully it doesn't stop until we see changes. It's. I don't think it will. I think it's, I think that, you know, with how much cell phone video and shit that's out there. Yeah, and now that people, you know what, these protests are starting mind, to dude. show. Yeah. It's like, yeah, even if you're uncomfortable with being white, black... Asian, Latino, like even if you don't want to take part, you are seeing it with your own yeah. eyes for the first time. Like, and dude, oh, imagine what shit. went on before everyone had a camera in their pocket. Crazy. Just imagine when cops weren't held accountable. Now at least everyone has that camera, and that's sick. But it really makes me sick to think for how many years did shit go unnoticed, and they just file some fucked up report with a lie on it. Not yeah. even look at it again. Yeah, yeah. And that was that. Yeah, Straight and they up. weren't held accountable. At least now, boom, everyone's got a camera in the pocket, and it's time to light them up. Yeah, so. crazy time in America. I think, uh, fuck, it, it's not. It's fucked up, but it's kind of like a part of history. Yeah, it's kind of like we're yeah. in we're in a part of history right now. History's in so, the making, and I feel like we got Martin Luther King walking down the street and shit right now. Yeah, <laughs> so. I watched a movie about that <laughs> last night, and it was insane. Martin Luther King. 
And the government labeled him as like America's, you know, most wanted. Basically, yeah, FBI they, tapped his yeah, shit. Yeah, they tapped his shit, mm-hmm. and they they labeled him as a villain as quick as they can because quick as they could because they didn't want him to bring more people together and and it's fucked up, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Well, back to snowboarding. Yeah, back to well, back to back to what <laughs> well, I want to I know that into. you know, like uh, well, sometimes when I listen to a podcast, I'm not trying to hear politics the whole time. No, yeah, no, yeah. I think just but, during the the climate of what's going on. Yeah, and for sure. Fuck it, let's hit on it. Yeah, like, yeah. Me, Fuck me and Bud sit here. I, I'm not going to say I know fucking anything. I might have just spewed my opinion. Yeah. But take same it with here. a grain of salt. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Same like, here. But let's talk about dad life, man. Yeah, what's going on? Dude, you got, you're a father, nine month old. It's fucking crazy. So dope. It's so dope, dude. I think it's like. What's the best way to put I, I That's another thing, too. It's hard to really explain dad life until you have dad life. Because, I mean, you, you hear it all the time. Oh, it's going to change you. Yeah. I never, you know what I mean? Like, I just took it with a grain of salt. You know, I was like, whatever. That, that's cool. This shit will fucking change you. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's like to have a kid is like it's like it, the best thing you've ever done because this kid, like, when they're, like, born, newborns, it's cool. But, I mean, it kind of sucks because all you do is change their diaper and feed them, and they don't have no interaction. Yeah. So you're just they taking care of this ball of cells. Ball of blood. Yeah. It's just ball of cells. You're just no like, here yet. it is. But, dude, as soon as that four-month mark hits and that kid starts to open their eyes, they're starting to, they, they start to understand, like, you know, who you are, and they, like, really start to, you know, the interaction, dude. It's like, like they light up when they know yeah, it's, dude, your, it's when daddy's crazy, there. It's crazy, man. Like, the, the way my little girl looks at me is, like, the fucking craziest. It's the coolest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Ah. It's just 100% unconditional love. She doesn't give a shit about anything else that's going on. She just loves you. It's and it's so the cool. coolest. It's so fucking cool. Now she's starting to, like, get up and crawl up and, like, tear the shit off my shelves. You know, like, she's just, you know, she's just so active. And she's it's just grabbing so cool. stuff. Gra- dude, she's pulling shit off of fucking places I didn't even know she could reach, dude. And, like, <laughs> she's like, she, like, if you ever lose something, you just put a kid that crawls on the floor and they will find that They'll shit. They'll find it. They will find that shit. <laughs> she'll, like, she'll, it's she's like she's a hound dog. It. It's like a <laughs> hound dog <laughs> sniffing it's up. Like, fuck, man. Like, I'll lose, like, I'll be eating sunflower <laughs> seeds and lose a couple seeds. Next thing I know, she got in her mouth from a week later, you know? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I swear I vacuumed like four times, but dude, it, it's cool, man. It's like it's just a whole different type of life. It's um, it's it's exhausting, but it's really rewarding at Keeping the same time. Keeping you up at night or what? Nah, man, she's good. I, she is the best fucking sleeper. I, 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 it's crazy, dude. She'll go to bed at like what time is it right now? She'll go to bed at like six thirty, and she'll she'll wake up at she won't wake up till five forty five between five forty five and six. That's unheard. Dude, yeah, that's unheard. This over, kid dude. can sleep, homie. Yeah. She might fuss a little bit when she goes down, but she fucking sleeps. She's like a young she Mark sleeps, Frank, huh? She sleeps better than my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark Frank sleeps like that. <laughs> Mark Frank sleeps like a, He's a legend. He's a legend. Oh, if he's man. not getting up to shred, that fool will sleep like 14 hours, <laughs> and it's like waking up a grizzly bear. Dude, dude it is, dude. <laughs> he will bite you or something, Yes, dude. he will. You go into his dark room. Marco, it's time to get up. <laughs> Hey, dog, get the fuck out of here. He threw a shoe at me once, dude. Dude. I was trying to wake him up for a heli time. (laughs) And he was throwing shoes at me, and he missed missed the heli. Dude, yeah, of course. (laughs) Missed the goddamn heli. heli, He doesn't care, dog. That's one thing I love about Marco. He'll get fucked. He lives on Marco's time. he's tired, Marco's tired. (laughs) Man, I I thought me and Marco were tight, and I remember I saw my phone light up one day. Mark Frank Montoya, I'm like, fuck, yeah. Hey, what up, Marco? What's going on? He's like, hey, what up, dog? Hey, I want to talk to you about this shit, Mona V, dog. It's <laughs> like, fuck, Timmy was on that shit, bro. Yeah, bro, hell yeah, dude. We toured, bro. We made some good money. We actually crushed shit, dog. 
<laughs> but yeah, I remember those times, bro. <laughs> Marco and I, man. Like, I lived with Marco for like almost, almost, fuck, dude, almost eight years. You lived with Marco that long? Dude, for sure, man. Like, it was me, Benny, excuse me, me, Bittner, Cheeseburger living in the old Sandy house. Louis Vito moved a couple blocks away. Yeah. So Vito was there. And then all of a sudden, Marco was living up at the big house. Did you move up there? No. So, well, you stayed there. Those guys moved out. And then Marco moved down. So I was like, fuck, dude, I don't really got anywhere else. Like, that's cool. Just rent the basement. It's like, cool. You know, it was like two fucking brothers going at it all the time, yeah. dude. Just the most competitive two people on the planet just living with each other and just going at it. It doesn't matter. Like, it could be like going to the kitchen to make some food. Like, who can get to microwave faster? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck, gotta hurry up. Get there. It's just the funniest shit, dude. We had so much fun, though, man. Marco's like a, a brother to me. Yeah, same Love here, that. Man. Yeah, you know, like, he's yeah. just a, such a fucking funny guy, man. But had some good times there. I um, forgot you guys lived together that long. That's long time, dude. Dope. And then we had white boy Matt living with us. I still hang with Matt, dude. Dude, I haven't seen him in yeah. a minute, but then we moved up to the big house, dude, and we just fucking raged up there, dude. I would whoop their ass in ping pong fucking day in and day out. I was just Ask him say, about it, dude. You guys were so competitive at ping pong, these fools, dude. I had my own paddle in my own bag. I still have it, actually, <laughs> in my house, dude. So come see me, Marco. You don't want none. <laughs> Smack that ass, dude. This dude had a pile of fucking... I have Fired. photos. There we go. <laughs> he has a paddle, like a, a, a or excuse me, a pile of broken paddles, like three stacks at all times. Just sitting in the house because I'd whoop his ass. He'd break a paddle, and get paddle. paddle. Nothing like focusing a paddle after a good <laughs> loss, though. It could be literally like I'd be up five points. He's focusing a paddle. <laughs> Game's not even over with. You know what the fuck? Pissed, <laughs> yeah, that dude was something. Oh man, fucking something else, dude. Well, damn, dude. We've, we've been doing it. Yeah, I think we did this. Yeah, that was awesome. You got anyone you want to thank while you got or anything some airtime? Or any about. other subjects? Well, I don't know, man. Um, just kind of feels good to, to kind of get out shoot and just, shit, just right? shoot the shit for a minute. I've been like uh, MIA for a couple of years, dude. I haven't even been in the scene. I haven't even been snowboarding in like four years. Like just just living, man. You think yeah. you still got the Switchback 7? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Will it, will it look nice? That's the question. Will I grab boot? I might grab boot. Who knows? Dude, I'm so fucking stiff, bro. I don't even think I can grab my toe right now, dude. You know what I mean? It would be one of those Marco back sevens, you know what I mean? But I'd just be more flelly, you know? I'd be like, fuck, trying to get in around. But um, I don't nah. like, when I called you up to do this, dude, I hadn't seen you in so long. I've missed you, dog. It's been too long. We got to get you up there. Yeah, dude. I miss fucking shooting with you. Yeah. I miss going dropping with you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck dropping. By dropping, you mean motorbiking? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see, see you next week. Appreciate you. Love y'all. Thank you. Stony Buds. That was a good episode. That huh? was. Dude. So why can't I call it motorbiking, dude? I just I'd explain it. What is it called? What do we do? I don't, I don't know. Riding moto, riding a dirt bike. You sound like a 95-year-old man when you call it motorbiking, man. Yeah, well, maybe I'm getting close to 95. <laughs> <laughs> why not? But, but, yo, straight up, thank you guys for listening. Uh, like always, don't be afraid to screenshot it, post it on your gram, or text it to a friend. What else, buds? We love the support, man, and we love you guys. So, uh, man, also, you know what? The website, dude. We're going to keep uh, putting some merch up on bombhole.com. Cop some shit. We got all kinds of new goods. So if you're looking for some new swagger, head on over to bombhole.com. But most importantly, thank you guys for listening. We'll have another episode for you guys next Wednesday. Peace.